Pastor Michael, we have an update for everybody. This is a little special episode where we do. <laughs> so what's the update? <laughs> Pastor Michael, it sounds pretty lame, but uh, when we do our 200K episode, you know, it, I, it feels like one of those kind of made up things like, you know, when you, when everyone lied up here in the North, when everyone lied, it was like, yeah, my girlfriend, she's in uh, Canada. <laughs> every young man uh, made up a story like that uh, to say oh yeah I do I do have a girlfriend she just goes to a different school <laughs> so I, I feel like I'm about to say that a little bit with you know our podcast has some great fans in Australia where like you know you know I don't meet a lot of fans in real life I'm like oh yeah Australia though I, I'm always hearing from them so one of our Australian fans um, pointed out something very interesting that happened on Mark Driscoll's um, Instagram feed so, Pastor Michael, what what are you looking at here? Before, <laughs> before, and then tell me if you notice anything uh, about it. What are, what are you looking at here? All right. So um, I see uh, a picture uh, from his feed that says Avatar sucks. Um, and it looks like a young Mark Driscoll. Yes. Who's like ranting about this, right? Is that what's going on? This, this is what's interesting. Pastor Mark Driscoll real real new rebranded real faith mark driscoll pastor michael they're getting so bold as they're starting to pull some of his mars hill clips dude he's posting a mars hill rant about avatar which i think i remember oh i can't i can't wait for us to react to this (laughs) this this means two fascinating things one the distance is becoming big enough that he feels like he can use some of these clips again wow is it do you think that's in part just because of the rise and fall of mars hill and now it's like well i mean it might be like people are still listening to me they're still i'm still getting four thousand likes on instagram and that whole podcast literally tried to destroy me so like can i just start doing whatever i want now i think it i think that's probably part of it what if the rise and fall of mars hill is the beginning of the rise and inevitable fall once again of Mark Driscoll. What, like what if it just literally just springboards this guy back into the spotlight and it does the exact opposite of what they were hoping to do. All in a day's work, Fred. It's going to happen. I just, part of me thinks that has to happen because God, it seems like we're living in a time, a point in history when God loves to make things ironic. Like he loves to just absolutely flip everything upside down just to show us how our supposed righteousness is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. All in a day's work for Ed Stetzer. How long will it be before Ed Stetzer's interviewing Mark Driscoll? Again? He's back. <laughs> uh, great question. But this, there's another thing this means. It means before Driscoll left Mars Hill, he got, he somehow got, he has, he has all of his. He has it. He has wow. It. it all exists. It all exists. He kept it. He kept it all. Maybe someday it'll oh, get out. Oh, man. he. Uh, I also just got an ad that he and uh, uh, Grace are releasing another book on sex and marriage. Uh, wow. Which Are man, we just reliving the past? Avatar, Mars Hill, Mark Driscoll, book on marriage and sex. Come on. Crazy. So We're like back in the old timeline again. It's, it's crazy. Um, so, And I'm about to watch this clip and I'm I'm almost guaranteed to have a good time. So, <laughs> so let's find out why uh, 
uh, Pastor Michael, I, I guess I, I due diligence requires me to ask, have you seen Avatar The Way of Water? Oh, no. And I have zero plans to. I mean, that stuff is so it's I get it. People are like, wow, it's so amazing. I just don't care at all about this stuff. I don't even understand how people think it. I get like the computer imagery is somehow really cool. It just is weird to me. It's just weird. I just have no, there's nothing appealing about it to me at all. So would I watch it with a friend who would allow me to like laugh at it and make fun of it? You know, cause it's apparently like a four hour movie and it's <laughs> like, but just think of the time commitment of, <laughs> oh man. I know it's not actually four, but I've heard it's pretty long. It's a Lord of the Rings length movie. Oh man. I, I mean, it's it's more than I think it's three hours. I think it's a three hour movie. If I'm if I'm getting this correct, it's just brutal. And it it doesn't. I I don't know why there's this fascination. I don't know why every time this thing comes out, everybody's like, "This is the coolest thing that's ever happened." I don't understand this at all. I really don't. Like I'm actually shocked by it. Not that it doesn't like. Hey, there's people that watch it and kind of like it, but that it's this like global phenomenon that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I was sitting with friends who were like, uh, they're not believers, but they were, but for them, they were like, yeah, this is the the thing. And I was like, I mean, by the way, when you say like every time this comes out once and then 13 years later, <laughs> did you see? But it was weird the first time. It was weird that everybody was like, this is the coolest thing that ever happened. And I watched it and I was like, there is nothing particularly cool about this movie. Well, There's nothing. There is nothing special about it at all. I thought what was kind of I thought what was at least supposed to be special the first time was that it uh like was kind of 3D or whatever which yep sick but uh this movie by the way spoiler alert uh, I'm not ever going to see it Pastor Michael's not ever going to see it so uh I don't feel bad sharing uh awesome spoilers from it so one spoiler alert get ready for this one um uh, it's an unironic save the whales movie it's just about like needing to save the whales on the planet like, <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, that's basically what the first one was too right if i remember it right it yeah, was it basically just the story of pocahontas yeah. or you know yeah, pocahontas and environmentalism but this time it's like there are literal whales on that planet that the humans have come to just drill their brains out and <laughs> into the ocean after they <laughs> any piece of their brain and fly oh i can't believe how horrible that is. now i will give it this somebody told me that it's like there's like a somewhat traditional family structure and a bunch of kids in the family. And I was like, hey, that sounds nice. Like there's no movies like that. So maybe I would watch it just for that. Also a pregnant woman who's going to go into combat as a battle warrior. Cause And I'm out. And I'm out again. You just, I was, I was ready to maybe watch it. And now I'm definitely not. <laughs> One thing that for me has felt like, I, I just, when I just love that, like, it's like it's 1980 and I can make a sincere like we gotta save the whale. Like the <laughs> um but then how much do our patrons hate us because we're just we panned this one Christian song and now we're panning the movie Avatar. This is the most popular movie ever, apparently. This, this is going out to all our our listeners, Pat. Oh, this is going to everyone. <laughs> the pot here. Well, here you go, everyone. Here's a bonus clip of us panning the world's most famous movie. <laughs> And, and we've never seen it <laughs> here's the one thing that made me like interesting again this is one of those like great james cameron -y 
super like so into his thing they subtitle the whales so the whales are going like or whatever (laughs) (laughs) the whales are saying to each other that i was like bravo (laughs) that's that's wonderful so it's almost like he's like what can we get away with he's like what'll what'll people just put up with because we say it's gonna be a great movie again it's gonna take the world by storm it's gonna be the most amazing computer animated stuff you've ever seen james cameron has said he wants to make three more of these before he retires (laughs) three more (laughs) dude how many years does he have left that's like that's 39 years (laughs) at this rate that's 39 years so so let's watch a young driscoll a clip i probably saw back in the day of him uh of him of him going after avatar probably in a different way than we probably just did if you don't believe me go see avatar the most demonic satanic film i've ever seen (laughs) any okay (laughs) right well we didn't say that about it (laughs) this is this is what we're here for past come on (laughs) if you're resharing this lean into this energy again yes you're back Christian could watch that without seeing the overt demonism is beyond me. I, I log, logged on to ChristianityToday.com and the review was reflective of Christianity Today. This is why he did it. This is why he did it. He's This is a, a way of going back after he's subtweeting Christianity Today's whole podcast. Masterful. Is he going to win? Is he going to beat Christianity Today? Probably. Is he gonna beat? Is Mark Driscoll gonna beat Timothy Dalrymple? Pass me. That's the question. <laughs> Very disappointing. See, in that movie, it is a completely false ideology. It's a sermon preached. It's the most popular movie ever made, and it tells you that the creation mandate, the cultural mandate, is bad. That we shouldn't. We shouldn't develop culture. That's a bad thing. Primitive is good and advanced is bad. And that we're not sinners. We're just disconnected from the divine life force. Just classic, classic, classic paganism. All right, Pastor Michael, is he right about this? Uh, There's at least some truth in it. Now, I don't remember the movie. So, you know, except that it is. I mean, there's definitely this, hey, you can't come in here and you know, like uh, spoil this nature. But if I remember right, it's a pretty heavy handed, like, you know, industrial, let's take guns and go like shoot stuff on this planet. And okay, that's a legitimate thing to say, hey, maybe we shouldn't do that. Um, However, I do think that there is a kind of irony. It does seem like guys like James Cameron and a lot of other like, you know, tech billionaire types or, or others not saying that that's James Cameron, although he might be a billionaire, I don't know. Uh, But like that these kinds of people seem to like do they do seem to have a kind of obsession with primitive culture without doing like without in any way living in that right like so james cameron makes the most computer animated film of all time and is like save nature that doesn't buddy that's the opposite of what you just did yeah like that you're doing the opposite thing only we lived amongst the trees (laughs) yeah He says through digital technology <laughs> in a movie theater that's distributed globally. <laughs> Chop down this tree to get the unobtainium. That's right. That was called unobtainium. <laughs> 
is that true? Yeah. I can't believe how unbelievably poor this movie was and is. And I don't even have to watch it to tell you this. This this movie is horrible. <laughs> and everybody loves it. Are what kind of a world do we live in, Matt? What? <laughs> I, I mean that like that line is like was clearly like placeholder. We'll come up with something better. And then it was like, hey, we're shooting. We didn't come up with something better. And... They literally just forgot. They <laughs> the scriptwriters were like, yep, we will return to it, and one hundred percent forgot about it. I will say again this, but this kind of analysis of the things around me when I was eighteen was helpful. It was like, was helpful to me was helpful that human beings are to connect literally with trees and animals this is like the weird hair thing they did in the movie right they'd connect their hair to things and lit you know and beasts and birds and that there's this spiritual connection that we're all a part of that we're all part of the divine it presents a false mediator with a witch it presents false worship of created things rather than creator God in absolute antithesis to Romans 125, which gives that as the essence of paganism. It has a false incarnation. What's this little Mark logo? Do you think uh, it says, I think it says vintage on I think it says vintage Mark, which is just gross. <laughs> that is gross. And it's probably where the Mars Hill logo used to be. It probably is. He's trying to cover it up. <laughs> A man comes in to be among a people group and to assume their identity. It's a false Jesus. We have a false resurrection. We have a false savior. We have a false heaven. The whole thing is new age, satanic, demonic paganism. The word of God doesn't. Obviously, we we look forward to being sent more of these vintage Pastor Driscoll, Mark Driscoll clips. Um, um. So, yeah, obviously, I he probably went over the top there by the end, like where it was like, it's all just, you know, as if this was written as a beat for beat, like uh, a description of the gospel. So, Pastor Michael, let's let's take this one layer further. I'm going to let you leave it here with this bonus. Uh, let me add one thing. Hey, we are celebrating 200,000 downloads. We're going to do an ask us anything, feedback, whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want us to talk about. I don't know, a week from now, we'll probably record it. I don't know how we'll record it or if you'll be able to be involved in that, but send us comments, send us emails. That'd be great. If you want more hot takes on the world's most popular movies, just let us know. <laughs> just let us know. We'll do it. Yeah, you can just say here, here, are, uh, I realized I didn't see a single movie released in 2022. So if you would love takes on movies released in 2022, I'm ready. I feel very ready to give you my opinion about them. And so please let us know. Um, but Pastor Michael, is there um, is there any, uh, you're a very agrarian guy. Yes. This is true. Can you put together for me this like uh is there a is there a third way then I should be on the side of the robot guys coming to chop down the big tree to drill <laughs> on obtainium or I should be like with the the CGI blue people who connect their hair to birds and like you know sing colors of the wind. Is there a is there a third way? Is there a way to think about the cultural mandate that isn't either of those things? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And actually, the reason why, uh, you know, kind different kinds of animism, right, to imbuing um, nature with 
more of a spiritual meaning than it has or with spirits themselves in some way. Why, I think one of the reasons why that maintains significant popularity throughout different parts of the world today is in part because it is closer to the truth than uh, something like uh, just heavy-handed, cold, naturalistic industrialism. Right. This is why, uh, you know, much of the industrialized West, um, as it has uh, abandoned God, is inevitably, you know, kind of seen the the resurgence of things like actual New Age paganism and things like that. Um, it's because that's like those worldviews are wrong, but they're closer to the truth. There, you can't live in a in a complete materialism and naturalism for very long. Um, before it literally just falls apart because everything becomes meaningless and hopeless. Um, so there is a, a third way, shall we say, uh, <laughs> between yes, there's a third way between uh, between these two things in that all things were created by God, right? The cosmos, the very idea of the cosmos being a cosmos is that um, all things have an ordered purpose as God has made them. Now that's been twisted and tainted by sin, right? Sin has affected all of creation, but as creation, as a cosmos, um, all things are meant to live in a kind of harmony together, right? So uh, this is why medievals would talk about the, you know, the, I'm thinking here, I recently read uh, Boethius for the first time. Uh, and, you know, he talks about the you know the dance of the cosmos, the the dance of of the the heavenly bodies. That this is why in medieval times the you know astrology was not just hey what's my horoscope today? Oh, it's just this canned thing that anybody could latch onto as like a pick me up. Um, it was hey God has ordered the world in such a way that all things cohere. And so we can learn something about him or or about uh, how we are to live from everything, and we can live in in tune with the world and in tune with reality as God has made it, with the grain of reality. And so with that, there there is a way to live respectful of the creation, living in tune with the rest of creation as God has made it, um, while still taking dominion and actually that creation is not going to be in tune in the way that god desires for it apart from the cultural mandate apart from the the creation mandate of redeemed humanity going out into the world and uh and taking dominion as as god has desired thanks for listening to this bonus episode of restless Make sure you give us thoughts. You can react to this. We'd love to hear what you want us to talk about in our 200K episode. Calvinism, culture, the YRR, Mark Driscoll, whatever's on your mind, let us know. We're excited to talk about it.